Hello and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please, enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to my AP Biology Thoughts podcast. My name is Shreya Karthik-Betson and I am your host for episode 38 called The Phosphorus Cycle. Today we will be discussing what makes up the phosphorus cycle, its significance, and how it fits into the greater topic of the chemistry of life. We will begin by discussing what exactly phosphorus is and why it is so important to life as a whole. Phosphorus is an essential nutrient found in the macromolecules of humans and other organisms including their DNA. It is also a key part of the phospholipids that form our cell membranes. In aquatic ecosystems, phosphorus is actually a limiting nutrient, one that is the most scarce, which limits growth, the phosphorus cycle itself the phosphorus cycle itself is a very slow process and most of it exists in nature as the ion PO43-. Phosphorus can be found in fertilizers and when it is carried off in lakes or oceans, it can cause the overgrowing of algae or eutrophication, which depletes the body of water of oxygen, which is very detrimental to the ecosystem overall. It isn't available for plants to use because most phosphorus is locked up in sediments and rock, and the phosphorus in the soil isn't available for plants. Several reversible pathways are formed, which is what the availability of phosphorus in the soil depends on. Bacteria converts plant-available phosphate into organic forms that are then not available to plants. Through adsorption, inorganic and phosphorus can be chemically bound or adsorbed to soil particles, making it unavailable to plants. And inorganic phosphorus compounds need to be soluble to be taken up by plants, which depends on the acidity or the pH of the soil. So if soils are less than the pH of 4 or greater than the pH of 8, the phosphorus starts to become tied up with other compounds, making it less available to plants. Many farmers replenish phosphorus through the use of phosphate fertilizers, which is obtained by mining deposits of rock phosphate. So now we're going to be talking about what exactly the process of the phosphorus cycle is. So you can look at the picture provided as a reference. Essentially, since phosphate compounds are found in sedimentary rocks, the rocks weather and the phosphorus that they contain slowly leach into the soil and surface water. These compounds are taken up by plants and then are transferred to the animals that eat these plants. When plants and animals excrete wastes or die, phosphates can be consumed by detritivores or returned to the soil. Phosphorus-containing compounds may also be carried in surface runoff to lakes, rivers, and oceans, where they are taken up by aquatic organisms. When phosphorus-containing compounds from the bodies or wastes of marine organisms sink to the floor of the ocean, they form new sedimentary layers. Over long periods of time, phosphorus-containing sedimentary rock may be moved from the ocean to the land by a geological process called uplift. When plants and animals die, decomposition results in the return of phosphorus back to the environment via the water or soil. So now we're going to discuss how exactly the phosphorus cycle fits into the greater topic of the chemistry of life. The phosphorus cycle fits into the greater picture of the chemistry of life in terms of the fact that it is required for all organisms to live and grow, especially because it is an essential component of 
ATP, which is an energy complex, the structural components holding DNA and RNA together, cellular membranes, and other critical compounds. Phosphorus forms parts of important life-sustaining molecules that are very common in the biosphere and is in fertilizers, rocks, and minerals as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of My AP Biology Thoughts. For more student-ran podcasts, make sure that you visit www.hvspn.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed.